Chapter 11 Abercrombie's safe. Indians gone. They fought bravely. St. Cloud Democrat. September 23, 1862 She couldn't believe her ears. Gust must be crazy to think it's safe to move to a deserted farm in the wilderness. The papers were filled with the siege of Fort Abercrombie, and yet Gust bought a farm close to that western outpost. But Serena knew Gust better than anyone else. He was ambitious, but not crazy. When he set his mind on something, there was no changing it. Her father had warned her about the stubbornness of Swedes. She should have listened. After what they had been through, maybe it didn't matter. She picked up the small red-winged churn and pushed the dasher up and down. Churning was a comfort. It gave her a chance to sit and rest and filled her empty arms as well. Somehow, her arms didn't ache as much when she held the churn in her lap. It was almost as if she was holding Lena again. Lena's eyes, gray as all babies were, but undoubtedly destined to be blue like her own, could see nothing but blackness from her narrow grave on that forgotten trail. Serena thought of the map showing the place of Lena's grave. In her mind's eye it was marked with a small X east of Hutchinson. So far away and such a lonely spot for her little one to sleep the long sleep of death. Serena remembered her dainty lips the way Lena had patted her breast when she nursed her perfect sweetness. She wanted to curse Gust for dragging her so far away from her parents, but stopped herself. After all, she went willingly, and Gust had wept as he chopped the hollow log for Lena's coffin. She could not damn Gust, but at the same time her feelings had changed for him. Growing up, Serena had always admired Gust. He was the smartest boy in his class, and when his bad leg kept him out of rougher games with the older boys, Gust read books and drew pictures on his slate. Three years older than Serena, he always treated her like an equal. It was Gust who understood her love of maps. He was the one who clipped maps printed in the Burr Oak Review for Serena. Her parents couldn't afford to take the city's only newspaper, and Serena treasured these bits of newsprint more than she would ever admit, and hid them in an old cigar box under her bed. Once Gust gave her a kitten. She remembered how he smiled when she won the spelling bee. She was glad when he couldn't go off to war when the others signed up, glad that he wouldn't have to kill or be killed. Of course, though both Lutheran, he attended the Swedish Lutheran church in town, while the Branvolds attended the Norwegian Lutheran church out in the country. She had argued to Mary Gust, begged and pleaded, until her parents allowed it. They were reluctant because of the religious difference, but in the end they couldn't deny her. She couldn't wait to be out on her own and away from them. Now Serena wanted only to return to her parents. She would try it in Palme de Terre, wherever that was, but if it didn't work out in a year, she would go home with or without gust. She missed the gentle wit of far, the steady wisdom of more. If she were home, Serena could tell them about Lena's illness and death. They would know the words to make it better, to take the pain away. Gust tried in his awkward way. Serena knew he tried. He worked day and night trying to get ahead. He wanted to go traipsing off to the wilderness. It didn't matter. If the Indians killed them all, at least they would be reunited with Lena in heaven. But if she were still alive in a year, 
She'd returned to Iowa. The dasher slowed, the butter had turned. The days slowly dragged into weeks. Serena put off writing her mother and father as long as possible. When she finally penned the letter, she said they would be moving home in another year if things didn't work out. It was the truth, after all. She would give him a year. A few tears splattered on the page as she signed her name, blurring the ink. She noticed how odd Serena Gustafson sprawled on the paper. Serena Brandvold looked much better. She had made a big mistake. She might never see her family again. The twins were almost finished with school, soon old enough to marry. Serena hoped they wouldn't travel away from more and far. It wasn't good for a daughter to be separated from her parents. She tucked the letter in the windowsill for Gust to mail.